Welcome to Equipping Christian Leaders, a podcast resource from Entrust. Entrust exists to equip and multiply leaders for multiplying churches worldwide. Stop by our website, www.entrust4.org. That's entrust4.org to learn more about us. And now here's your host, Lori Lynn, to introduce today's guest. Thank you, Todd. And yes, welcome to the inaugural episode of the inaugural podcast, Equipping Christian Leaders from Entrust. I'm Lori, and it's my privilege to invite you into conversations with key leaders in the world of Christian leadership training. Now, that might sound like a daunting topic, but no worries. We're here to provide practical, real-life resources in the form of friendly dialogue with down-to-earth people who happen to be pretty well-established experts. Which brings me to today's guest, Amber Simpson. Amber is an Entrust Certified Training Facilitator, and she's the regional leader for the Mid-Atlantic region of the U.S., which includes, get this, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. Amber is responsible for scheduling ministry training events for women on a regular basis to allow those women to complete the four core training modules that Entrust has to offer. She also has a lovely website and podcast of her own called Sacred Spaces. We'll talk more about that at the end of today's episode. And so without further ado, let's meet Amber. So Amber Simpson, welcome to the Equipping Christian Leaders podcast. Delighted to have you with us today. Thanks. I am so excited to be here and have a chat with you, Lori. Today, our topic is the idea of formal and non-formal ministry training. And maybe we could start by defining our terms. How would you define formal in the context of Christian ministry training? Well, I think when you think of formal education, you want to think of structure. And um, so a formal educational setting in Christian ministry would be there's a classroom, there's trained and licensed teachers, there's a set curriculum. And um, since all of that is structured, it's also governed by like a, a, a governing body, whether it's the state or an accreditation body um, for continuity and kind of the integrity of the course. So people know what they're getting and you can expect like a license or a degree coming out or a diploma coming out of that kind of a situation. And so all of that needs to be regulated with, you know, guidelines and standards uh, so that it's um, uniform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically school, we might say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's very concise, Lori. Yeah. Well, but yeah, that's kind of, but those, all of those definitions you gave do really tell us what that all can mean and right. generally right. does. And by contrast, how would you define non-formal for Christian ministry training? So actually, I would go to, um, there's kind of a spectrum from, you go from formal, which is like a school, and it's very standardized and structured, to all the way to the other end of informal, which is like, it's a museum, or it's a, um, it's a cultural uh, park, or battleground, or it's a place, or it's the home, you know, and so it's a place where learning takes place, 
but there are no quote teachers and students, there's no curriculum, but people learn. And so that's kind of the, the two ends in this, of the spectrum. And then non-formal is when you kind of bring those two together in, um, in a middle ground. And so you, you do have um, maybe not teachers and students, but you might have uh, facilitators and participants. Uh, where they may have a certification, but not a license or a degree. Uh, you, so you're still in a, you're a little bit more um, structured than just going to a museum or a field trip together, um, but you're not uh, following a, a, a curriculum that's set by certain standards and guidelines. So non-formal can be um, a conference or a seminar webinar these days, or it can be, you know, um, when the Christian settings, it can be like Awanas, um, where it's, you know, those, they're not licensed teachers, but they are, um, they're quality volunteers that are committed to the kingdom. And, you know, and so it's, it's kind of non-formal is a mix um, and more of a middle ground of the formal and informal. Mm-hmm. What are some scenarios where like formal training might be preferential or more beneficial to a certain kind of a learner? I think of um, pastors and counselors where the people that they are caring for rely on them for a certain level of expertise and um, they are directly caring for um, not necessarily a large group of people, but as a specific, um, people are depending on them for uh, specific expertise. You know, we expect of our pastors um, a level of biblical knowledge, <laughs> right? And, <laughs> and theology, because they are leading us um, Sunday mornings in that, in, in preaching, and in uh, teaching us the word and bringing us insight into the word. We also depend on our pastors uh, for character, these, you know, and so that he would shepherd the flock uh, in, a, in a humble way and that we could look to him as a model of, of character and spiritual maturity and growth and that he would be leading other people in that way. So we look to our pastors for a certain level of, um, of knowledge and uh, skill and maturity or character. Um, I also think of um, counselors. We look to them for a certain level of, of training to get people through traumatic instances or to get people um, through uh, emotional um, issues and and processes. And so when you're looking to a leader for a specific skill level and you depend on them for a particular um, competency, um, I think in that case, it formal education is also uh, seminary professors. And, you know, because of that structure and that um, uh, the oversight, the standardization, you know, our seminary professors, our college professors need to have a degree so that they follow that formal education, um, those guidelines and uh, standards of, of um, operation. 
Okay. And that does raise a question though, because I believe in that answer, what you said, I completely understand and agree. We're kind of saying that like for a pastor to be theologically, biblically prepared to lead a flock, he needs formal education. He needs to go to a seminary. Yet in much of our world, that's just not feasible. There are no seminaries or it's illegal or someone can't afford to uproot and move somewhere and pay a lot of money. Um, and in fact, and trust is providing what we call um, equipping for pastors in non-formal ways. Mm-hmm. How do we, how does that work? And is there a way to keep the quality of formal training in non-formal training? That is a very good question. <laughs> I kind of yeah. threw that at you there, but that's yeah, a, wow, that uh-huh. troubles me at times. I'm really curious your thoughts about that. It is a troubling thing. And I've heard that um, formal education, we, it comes back to that formal education is a privilege and uh, that you could have um, that, that standardized and um, structured um, opportunity uh, given to you is really a privilege that you can take the time that you can have the resources, you can have the teachers and the books and the classrooms and the availability of both you and them to take time out of your day to uh, take part in in a formal education process. And so uh, when that is not available in many parts of the world, um, then you you do need to go to a non-formal. And that's the thing about non-formal is it's not less than, um, it just, it's, it's, when, um, it's when there's not the overall governing body structure, but you, you can still have high quality, um, um, highly trained people teaching students or pastors or participants it's just not as standardized and governed um, like it like it may be uh, in other places of the world. And so, you know, I think, for example, of our um, one of our ministries at Entrust, more than a mile deep, mm-hmm. and they do phenomenal pastoral training that's high quality, that's very interactive. Um, Taking, um, taking what they already know, uh, learning something new about the Bible and theology. And so they do action, reflection, action. So they, are, they, they experience the, um, the act of preaching and what it, what's all involved. And then they go and reflect on scriptural truth and theological truth. And then they, they go back and, and act differently or they act based on their new reflections. And so that's a phenomenal model of non, um, non-formal education. And is it less than what I got at Dallas Theological Seminary? Absolutely not. And there, it may even be better. And so just because one is, is standardized and structured and governed doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, a higher value or um, uh, or better than the non-formal. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, it, I agree. Not less than, mm-hmm. but different, definitely. Right. 
Uh-huh, not less than, but different. Hold that thought. We need to leave off for today because we want to honor your time as a hardworking learner or instructor in Christian education. But Amber Simpson and I will pick up next time with discussion about when formal or non-formal training are preferable and for whom and in what circumstances. Meanwhile, I'd encourage you to check out Amber's podcast called Sacred Spaces, where you'll find practical conversations about small group leadership and how to make your group more and more life-giving. And you'll find that at amber4andtrust.com slash podcast. That's www.amber4andtrust.com slash podcast. And now, because Entrust is all about question-based discovery learning, I'd like to leave you with this question to think about and talk over with people around you. What are some of the methods God has used to equip you for the ministries you do? What are some of the methods God has used to equip you for the ministries you're involved in right now? Talk it over, think about it, and we'll see you next time on Equipping Christian Leaders. Thank you for joining us today on Equipping Christian Leaders, a podcast resource from Entrust. We invite you to visit our website, www.entrust4.org, to discover more tools for equipping the leaders in your world and to find resources to strengthen you as a Christian leader.